Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. With your host, Andrew Donaldson, this is Herd Tell. We continue to talk about global issues with a wide variety of perspective. Another one of our great Young Voices contributors that we absolutely love to have on this program. Let's go to a fellow from Argentina. Uh, he is a graduate of George Mason with his master's degree, though, although he has degrees in both uh, agro-business and economics from down in Argentina. Augustin Fuzani, how are you, my friend? Thank you so much for the time today. Hi, uh, hi! N- nice to meet you, and thank you for having me in your program. Thrilled to have you. You wrote about this in National Interest. Um, we've been covering it on this program that the war in Ukraine, Russia's war of aggression, all the horribleness that's going on, there's a secondary uh, thing that is going to happen with this because Ukraine, we used to call it the breadbasket of the Soviet Union. It's one of the largest grain producers in the world. Russia produces a whole lot of grain also. A lot of folks f- focusing on the gas and the oil production and stuff. We've been covering that the food production is going to be a huge issue. You took a look at Argentina, and they have very fertile lands. They have great agricultural capability, but you see that this crisis could be a problem even in a place like Argentina, yeah? Yeah, because um, what I tried to do in the article is to show that um, this uh, problem with the war is, you know, disrupting all the international trade and, and disrupting like pri- prices are going up uh, massively around the world and within countries like governments try to um, solve the problems that this uh, disruption the disruptions in prices cause so um, Argentina is not a with I mean a, a agricultural importer, a commodities importer. It's a exporter, um, and what I try to show is that we could be like a backup. As uh, I mean, you could say that we could be a, a backup for this uh, problem in international trade, um, like the problem that you are having in Ukraine and Russia with the war is causing a. Uh, disruption in the ex- exportation of basically wheat from that area from the black sea to the um, like poor countries in like uh, low income countries in um, the middle east and africa because they are really close uh, um, i mean these uh, low income countries are, are close to the area and they normally import uh, lots of uh, um, commodities and mainly wheat from, from that area, the war is basically uh, just stop like the, the exportation of, of wheat from the Black Sea just uh, 
was cut uh, like completely, almost completely. Um, and I'm basically saying Argentina could be like could be supplying these uh, these countries, which are gonna suffer a lot because of these high prices. Um, these are basically, I mean, African and Middle East countries are importing countries. I mean, they, they import uh, agricultural commodities. Um, and I, I, I try to say Argentina is also a breadbasket from South America, but we can supply these countries easily. But, you know, um, governments try to see just uh, their population, they don't really care about, um, you know, what what's happening outside their their borders uh i mean not that much uh so they start to like i mean in at least in argentina the government is is meddling with uh with agricultural markets i mean it's they are intervening and i mean it's gonna add uh, fire to the to the to the problem already um it's gonna be um it's it's gonna. I my opinion is that the, the this new intervention that they are adding to the to the, to the wheat market in Argentina is gonna reduce um, the the production of wheat and it's gonna increase prices obviously. For folks that don't know that much about Argentina, uh, other than maybe you know Juan Perón and that sort of thing, and they haven't paid attention lately, uh, you know since maybe the Falkland Wars or so. What's the current political environment in Argentina? Obviously, when you start talking about a government that is intervening in their agricultural production, that brings up all sorts of things because we've seen that throughout history. But just give people a little bit of an overview. The current government in Argentina, the current political situation in Argentina, there's a lot of concern uh, about economic dysfunction. There's a lot of concern. There's some political upheaval. Just give people kind of an overview that aren't real familiar with the country. So yeah, I mean, as you said, in Argentina, I think we are um, already in a 100-year period of dysfunctional government. Um, right now, the current government is Peronist, um, in the same um, ideology as, as the late uh, Peron. But um, yeah, I mean, their government normally tries to accommodate to the situation rather than them than uh, like following the 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 real ideologies of of the past i mean they the like the peronism, peronism right now is really like different from the historic peronism that started all the um all i mean most of the problems that argentina has i would say i i don't blame peronism entirely for the, uh, for the um, um, like uh, dysfunctional government that we have is, uh, I mean, I blame all the governments from from Peron uh, onward. Um, but yeah, this government is just doing the same thing and even worse things that than than the governments in the past is further intervening, further complicating things. And we we actually have we, we actually need like a complete overhaul of the seat of the system just to do like to open our markets to start uh, buying and selling from from the world for, i mean start uh, decreasing government spending government spending right now to to 
put you in a perspective, government spending right now is 50% of the, of the GDP. So half of the GDP of Argentina is government. Um, taxes are like in the roof. They are trying to uh, establish a new tax already because of, you, you know, every, I mean, the war is a new um, excuse for, excuse for adding a new tax. Uh, as as was the pandemic before, and and every I mean, every time you will have a new um, a new tax that a new I mean a new problem and a new tax that they will add. Um, what they need to do is to, as I said, open open Argentina for for trade and decrease uh, reduce government spending and let the private sector to to thrive. And we are gonna change really change if you if you want to change the situation you, you have to do that for people that don't realize argentina is the third largest economy in south america this is a massive economy uh back in the 20th century this was one of the richest countries in the western hemisphere but lately probably because of the issues you've mentioned they've talked about a massive drop in foreign investment uh inflation is high like you said a lot of government spending that comes hand in hand with having so much government. So when it comes to a crisis like this, like uh, the war in Ukraine, where you go, hey, we could be doing a lot of exporting here. Is it just as simple as government uh, overreach and incompetence to why their economy is not in a position to take advantage of this opportunity? Well, you have lots of um, things in the middle that it's not that simple. I mean, I guess, because I, in the article, I tried to explain just the problem that you will have with this um, intervention in the wheat market, but you also have problems in the like in the um, agricultural industry as well that are, I mean, exacerbating this this uh, problem. So the government with the, the government is trying to the prices. I mean, inflation is running like 50, 60 percent right now annually. Um, one of the problems is, is the price of bread. Another problem is the price of meat. Another problem is the price of vegetables. I mean, all the pro all the prices are going up. Uh, the government is trying to tackle the price of bread with these new subsidies that they are implementing in the wheat market. Um, but what I try to say is that they are going to cause even more problems in the in the wheat production in Argentina, and also the I mean I I didn't have space in the article, but they, they will just create rent seeking in the industry within the, 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 the milling industry. The mills are gonna just try to get the subsidy instead of producing. And also the subsidy is not gonna help the, the, the poor in Argentina, the people that really, really are suffering the, the high prices. The subsidy is gonna affect the prices of all the production of things that are produced with, with uh, you know, flour. Um, so you are gonna be subsidizing, you know, the bread of for rich people in urban areas. You are not subsidizing 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 actually the price of bread for poor people. I mean, poor people in Africa and the Middle East are suffering a lot as well. So, I mean, rich people here in, we have we are a middle income country. We are not a low income country. Um, the subsidy is not gonna accomplish the real. I mean, I mean, it's not, not going to be for just for the people that are suffering the most. It's going to be for everyone. And I mean, that's why 
um, you know, you have to um, be aware of, of keeping intervening in the markets because you, you end up with lots of unintended consequences that, I mean, just uh, make things worse. Yeah, talking to our friend Augustine Forzani. Uh, when we come back after the break, we're going to get into a little bit of those details, where these subsidies are coming from, who's paying for them, the government uh, policies in Argentina. Also a little bit more about why this disparity kind of comes into play because you have these prices, but you also have this inflation. We're going to break all this down. Augustine Forzani, our friend from Young Voices, continuing right after. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Uh, welcome back to Hurtel. Our friend Augustine Fozzani is with us. Um, put your economic hat on for just a second, my friend. Explain to folks, because we use terms like subsidies, and we, we understand vaguely what it is. But when you're talking about a country like Argentina, and they're going to start trying to control a commodity or a sector like agriculture with subsidies, that means that money's coming from somewhere. And we already talked about it. The government, inflation's already high. Taxes are already high. There's economic dysfunction with the government. There's pol policy dysfunction with the government. Where's the money for those subsidies coming from? Uh, and isn't that kind of the larger issue here? Because that's going to cause what you just talked about before the break, all those unintended consequences. Well, the money for those uh, subsidies, when you don't really have the money for those subsidies, isn't that the unintended consequences that's going to be coming down the road? Yeah, well, that's the main argument that they have in the article and that's one of the problems that you will have the money for this subsidy is going to come allegedly i mean the government is saying that it's going to rise again taxes on export uh, export companies but these export companies are just a few they are just uh, like five or six and they have the ability to um to uh, communicate i mean pass through the i mean this this tax to the farmers. They just reduce the price of grain that they are paying to the farmers. And basically, farmers are going to pay for the, the subsidy, not the export companies. Uh, obviously, when they reduce the taxes for the export companies, they uh, keep all the, all the money for them. But when, they, when the government raises the prices, the taxes for exporters, they pass along the, the tax for farmers. So this is going to and farmers are going to have a reduction in their income and they're going to have a have to reduce their demand for their inputs there they, there's going to be there's going to be a reduction in the demand for fertilizers for technology and for machines and it's going to this is going to obviously one we are one month away one month away from the planting season this is going to cause a reduction in in yields you can you 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 could offset this reduction in yields planting more wheat but obviously, and uh, there was a couple of days ago, there was a, a, a 
like a, a, a grain, uh, the grain exchange uh, board, they just released a, uh, um, a, um, an analysis from the market. The, the service, the service says, said that farmers are gonna, are planning to plant less wheat because of the high prices, because of the uh, prices of fertilizers, of, of machinery, and because of the reduction in, in their income produced by these uh, new taxes for exporters. Um, so this is what's gonna happen. There's gonna be a reduction in the production of, of wheat from Argentina, and this is gonna raise prices even more in the, in the world. Uh, you have uh, the, the problem with the war in Ukraine. Ukraine is not gonna be able to export all the wheat that it planted. Uh, Russia, maybe it's gonna be able to export the, the wheat because the, the sanctions on Russia are not for, uh, for food and agricultural commodities. But I mean, the, the dysfunction in the international trade is gonna be there. Uh, the, Black, the Black Sea, as I said before, is totally, completely, um, I mean, stopped. Um, so you need more wheat right now, more planting. And you, one of the uh, countries that the countries that could um, help with this is not gonna be helping because of government's interventions. Uh, you have Australia and and farmers in Australia and farmers in the U.S. that are already planning to plant more wheat because. The, the price of wheat went up and they realized that they have to plant more. I mean, it's just as basic as that. I mean, they don't even know. They might don't know what's happening in, um, in, 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 in Africa, in the, middle, in the Middle East with this disruption in trade, but they just know that the price went up and they want to plant more because of that. It's just um, the, the wonderful price mechanism working uh, in the world. Um, so this is the first problem that's going to happen in Argentina, the, the reduction in, in, in production of wheat. But I, I said before as well that you're going to have rent-seeking problems and the subsidy is not going to be directed to people that is needing uh, this, the, 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 the reduction in the, the price of, of bread and, and all the... Um, derivatives of wheat, um, you need, you, you will have rent seeking because mills in Argentina, they are gonna realize that there is a new subsidy and they are, they are gonna say, hey, um, I want this new subsidy. I don't want to pay the, the price of wheat as in the market. They're gonna waste time lobbying the government to try to get this subsidy. This, this subsidy is just for uh, 800,000 uh, tons of, of wheat. And the consumption in wheat in Argentina is like 5 million, 5 million tons. So obviously the subsidy is not gonna uh, be for every meal in Argentina. So meals are gonna try to lobby the government to get the subsidy. This is just a waste of time and resources for getting a subsidy and they are not gonna use that time and resources to reduce costs. And also, uh, even if you accomplish the, the, the objective that you have with these subsidies, 
rich people that are going to be able to buy the subsidized bread as well. Uh, not only the people that are suffering the most, uh, low-income people. Um, so obviously, these these uh, these things are not even discussed by the government. It's just you know political. Um, it's, it's just a political the political game that they are playing is just focused on you know reducing inflation we are going to do this new intervention of the market because this is going to help actually it's not going to help i mean the the unintended consequences are going to cause the like the problem to get even worse yeah talking to our friend augustine Fuzzani. uh we talked about the politics we talked about the policy you just touched on it, so I really want you to put a human face on this. Talk about the people of Argentina for just a second. This is a this is a very large country, uh, beautiful country, some of the most uh, jarring landscapes in all the world, all the way down to the Tierra del Fuego, to the center of South America. Um, you talked agriculture. Um, Argentina's cowboys are legendary worldwide. There's a lot of culture here. There's a lot of history here. But in America, we call it gridlock, uh, the political dysfunction and the economic frustrations you've talked about for a long, long time. People are very disenfranchised with the political system. They call it the rift uh, in Argentina. Uh, you, you can say the pretty fancy Spanish version of it, which is a lot better than the way I said it, but they call it the rift. But talk about the people of Argentina for just a second, how they're processing things. I've got to imagine when they see something like this, where they can maybe take a step on the world stage besides just the dysfunction, there's got to be a lot of frustration with all this, doesn't there? Yeah, obviously there is, there is a lot, a lot of frustration, but I, I think that, um, yeah, I mean, farmers are already frustrated by, I mean, increasing taxes uh, all the time, and the sector that is suffering obviously is. Uh, uh, frustrated by this new intervention but other sectors as i said some even some sectors within the agricultural markets as mills are gonna kind of enjoy this new subsidy and they are gonna uh, have like they're gonna be able to get um, a benefit from this new intervention so um there is a Kind of, kind of a division within the 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 agricultural sector in Argentina, and but yeah, in general in Argentina, people are uh, there is uh, there is an increase in the um, the sentiment in Argentina for um, like changing the system. You know, people in Argentina is, are just exhausted of um, uh, this these functions in government and there is a like a kind of un, anti-government uh, sentiment growing um, but what I believe in the what I, what, what I think it's uh, the main problem is uh, our institutions and our ideas within our country um, people in Argentina are not just I mean we are not uh, less um, productive than other countries because we want to be less productive uh, we have a, we just have a problems in in our, our rules and institutions and these rules and institutions cause uh, that we cannot uh, like 
cooperate each other to 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 produce and to to grow and uh, to progress as a country. Um, I am. I mean, lots of people that from Argentina that emigrate to other countries end up being really successful. That's because they just they are the same people, but they change to another set of institutions and rules, and they. I mean, they end up being more productive in other rules and, and institutions. So we have to change our, um, like, if you will, uh, formal and informal rules. Uh, this is a cultural change, a long process, obviously. But if we can accomplish that, we can, I mean, we can grow uh, tremendously because we have the resources we have the i i mean the people in argentina is really i mean innovative they are uh, we have good people we have good human resources uh, um, natural resources we just need um, a change in our uh, system in our rules and we can uh, take off i am sure yeah and uh, to his your point on that uh, Argentina, even with all its uh, challenges that we've just laid out, still one of the leading economies in South America. Their GDP per capita is the second highest in South America, but then their GDP drops way down the list. So that's the disparity you were talking yeah. about. Uh, our friend Augustine Verzani, thank you so much for explaining this to us. We're going to have you back on to update this. Hopefully, hopefully we have uh, some better news out of Argentina to talk about, but they're going to be the center of a lot of things. China's doing a lot of investment there. The Biden administration is trying to uh, improve relations. So we'll touch back in with you on these matters in the future. Yeah, and give me just uh, yeah, sure, go ahead. one, one sh uh, short thing. Um, so I guess wh why this is important for uh, the U.S., um, why this, all these interventions and these this, uh, um, problems that we are having in Argentina, because the IMF, in the U.S., just I mean the the IMF just um, uh, um, provided a new loan to Argentina to the government of Argentina. Obviously, this money is used to give subsidies to uh, intervene in the market, all of this. Um, and one of the countries, one of the countries that uh, in, I mean uh, provides uh, more money to the IMF is the U.S. So mm -hmm. some money from taxpayers to the US is going to the IMF, which goes to Argentina to, you know, just do this kind of things. And the IMF is not uh, really uh, constraining the government to, you know, open the, what, what we really have to do to open the market, to reduce government spending. They are just waste, wasting this money. And in the end uh, is the taxpayers in the US, in Japan, in Europe are, paying for all these uh, interventions. So that's why this is important also for for the US. Yeah, always, always follow the money you get to the truth and unaccountable government is a universal problem regardless yeah. of which government you're talking about. Good points, my friend. Let folks know where they can follow you on your social media and your writing stuff until we get you back on Herdtel again in the future. Well, yeah, my Twitter is uh, Agustin Forsani, A-G-U-S-T-I-N uh, Forsani. Um, and my LinkedIn also same same name. Um, and you can also find me in my Young Voices webpage. We I have all my articles listed there. 
Yep, and it's alphabetical, so he's on that top row. You can find him real nice and easy. Uh, great information. We love having the wider perspective on things going on in the world, and then you tied it right back in. Uh, the world's a lot smaller than we thought it was, and what what does subsidies in Argentina have to, anything to do with the U.S.? You just laid it out. You go down the hole deep enough, we're paying for it. Uh, yeah. So great insight, my thing, my friend. Thank you so very much for your time today, and uh, we'll have you back soon, buddy. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, sir. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.